Hello and welcome to This Contains Garlic. You're here with your hosts. I'm going to give in Mark. Go on then. You can go first. Hi, welcome to Soak Up. Today we Soak Up? You didn't even get the fucking podcast right. Hi, welcome to This (laughs) Contains Garlic. You're here with our host Mark Garlic and... Yeah, but it's got to be and... And... Georgia Garlic. And we're back. Hi, everyone. Um, to those that listen, we hope you're well. Uh, I'm actually can't. We're not going to lie. Mark is really sunburned. Really you're sunburned. probably wondering, did you go on holiday? No. I look like I've rode the Atlantic. This is what. Okay, no, no, no. I think we need to we need to set a picture here. So, not that we're for this, and we're not promoting this, and. But Mark was like very, feeling very pale the other day and his his little African skin was feeling yeah. weak, do you know what I mean? So yeah. he thought, I can't deal with this British consistency of weather, so I'm going to go on a sunbed. And yeah, anyway, overcooked it. The sunbed shop didn't fail to tell us that the tubes were all new. Mm. So um, Mark is currently looking. I'm it's severe. It's actually severe. Yeah, right. Like bad. Like it's, purple. No, Not like, purple, no, but close. Bright, like bright red. Yeah. And even better is Mark obviously likes to listen to a few tunes when he's lying in this uh, in this sunbed, yeah. and um, he's now got headphone marks over the ear headphone marks with bright red sunburn. Mm. So, if any of our clients have seen us on a video check-in and wondering if Mark's okay, maybe yeah, he's just been for a I run. I did do a couple of check-ins, <laughs> and I was looking very. Uh... <laughs> Fucking pink. There's no other way to describe it. Like Mark even even struggled to put a barbell on his back. It's so painful. The struggle to turn over when you're sleeping, let alone I did say to Mark, I said, I don't think you should be going in for as many minutes as I look like the stereotypical British person when you go on holiday and you just see that one one person that's just on the easy on the verge of yeah, on the verge of literally I think you're actually burns. on the verge of blistering. I think it's that severe. Yeah, so it certainly felt like advice. today when I tried to put, I put a bar on my back and it was crippling. Anyway, so anyway, I'm looking at Mark currently. Mark's had to have his hood up whenever we've gone out because it genuinely yeah, is that just, bad. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> and we're not exaggerating. I should take a photo and post it for all to see. Um, no, I'm not going to be that horrible. But yeah, no, he's feeling, he's feeling a bit sorry yeah, for himself. Yeah, very tasty. And then even funnier is the fact, well, it's not funny, Mark's had severe allergies. And I'll tell you why, is that my, it, obviously it was our anniversary yes. however many days, weeks ago. Yeah, and my mum had actually bought us. We used to have a lemon tree in our garden in Cape Town, and like lemon tree, it just we used to sit under the lemon tree and yeah. just ponder sometimes. So we, like lemon trees, were dear to our heart. And my mum bought us like an indoor. I'm not sure if it actually should be indoor, but indoor lemon and orange tree. Okay, mm. well obviously they're separate trees, not the same one. Yeah. And oh dear mark mark is now clearly very allergic to citrus trees and it's literally uh, seems to be the case and to the point where he can't breathe when he's sleeping you're trying to sleep breathe through your nose yeah you're trying to breathe through your nose and then it clogs up and then you can't and then you breathe through your mouth and then you end up panting (laughs) no but it's so bad because i can hear you breathing just on a daily basis and it just tastes like you've been sucking on cotton wool yeah but then also so you sound like the dog i wonder if they can hear the dog through the, the microphone anyway mark's been like he does this thing where he like picks up the duvet his pillows he just yeah. goes into the other room 
So anyway, no, I've been waking up at like 1am like every evening oh, of March so just fucking blowing his nose. It's so frustrating. It is frustrating. But anyway, today we're going to chat about value standards what's up with how low our standards are sometimes or maybe our standards are too high sometimes um and also um how to sort of value yourself more and also the things that Mm. you want to do in your life and how to value them so this is um a good topic to talk about on so many different situations and i'm gonna let mark go first what do you think is the first port of call well, I think we should start within the realm of our own industry with regards to the value that, I guess it's there's, there's two ways of looking at a value for, as a personal, a person within the industry providing a service, like you need to find your value in the sense of how much you charge or what your service entails. Or how specialised you are in something Exactly, how specialised you are. And then there's value from the consumer who then finds some level of enjoyment or value in the process. And marrying the two together, um, especially within the fitness industry uh, and Mm. personal training, online coaching... It is very difficult because everybody starts to tar everybody with the same brush. Mm. Um, when in reality, that you know, like everything in life, there are levels. And I think just based off of what you said regarding levels, you know, there are levels to life. And I think that what's happened in the past few years, and I genuinely do believe there was a differentiating factor back in the day. I think we've lost it when like the COVID pandemic happened. I think we've lost all sense of fucking normality, mental sanity, understanding certain levels and why people are in those positions and how they got there and how hard they had to work to get to those positions. And we've kind of all brushed everybody under the same thing. Now, in my opinion, you know, just like when you you you're at, you go to school, you're put through school, you have like an academic ending or not. Do you know what I mean, you then either choose to go to university, or you don't go to university. Maybe you, you don't even go to college. You know, you choose to you know start working or get an apprenticeship, and you do. Your whole aim is to kind of build on your career, and I think it's safe to say that throughout the years and the previous years, like careers have gone from like like if you looked at my grandparents, like if you were to go through school and then go to university and to study medicine, like you're coming out a doctor and you're going to be a doctor for the rest of your life. I think now it's like, okay, well, I'm going to take a marketing degree, but then I could literally go into something like completely and utterly different and I could potentially change my career multiple times. So I feel like people have stepped into different industries and have thought that they can walk in at the same level as everybody else. And the reality is... You can't. But in the last few years throughout the COVID pandemic, I feel like with our industry, the the standard has never been as bad as it currently is. It is fucking atrocious. And I know people don't see this from being a consumer in the industry. But as somebody and, you know, people like myself and Mark, who have spent the amount of time that we have helping the amount of people that we have specialising in what we do... 
it's almost just like banging your head against a brick fucking wall because you know with the pandemic everybody went online for example so we've been online for what seven or eight years now so it's not something that we were like just new to with the pandemic like Mark was pumping out those PDFs fucking yeah. years ago. <clears throat> you know, it was like the way of getting our wait list with the people that we couldn't train, you know, yeah. happy. But then everybody thought with zero experience on a gym floor, zero experience of speaking to people, zero understanding of how a human moves on a day-to-day basis or fuels themselves or mental sanity, has then just waltzed into an industry, put up some fucking photos of themselves and what they're eating yeah. and like what they look like and their routine, got a mate on board, got a before and after, posted on social media, and then suddenly you're now at the same level as us. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you yeah. know, we're the type of people who have an extensive amount of knowledge and qualifications over things it's not like oh we're so academic like you're all shit because I wasn't academic growing up and Mark wasn't either And, and I think it's something that we've because we're so intensely passionate about something we've decided to learn more and more but I also fully and firmly believe that if you are in managing somebody's health and well-being you need to know what the fuck you're talking but about. But the, que- the, the question is, so if the the standard is really poor currently, then the people that are consuming the product and are consumers of a poor service are not going to potentially find as much value in the service because the service is not going to be as effective. Yeah, well, they're kind Thus, of belittled then the person, Then that person is looking at people that do that understand the value and can provide the value and are looking at those people like well that's of no value charging x amount yeah so like i think a lot of the time is because we've all come to the set like maybe i maybe this is this is my opinion but i think we you would also agree coming from like another country into the uk not saying not on a boat though mark um no. like fucking <laughs> That's inappropriate. We're moving forward from that. Um, that you would say that the UK is quite London centric. So back in the day, like all of the best were always in London. Like in the sense of yeah. not the saying in you know they were always best in every other place, but London was the centre point where if you wanted to open up something, if you wanted to be yeah. something, London was the place to be. Now yeah. it's changed a lot now, and I don't think that is necessarily the case. Yeah. But London had a standard which was much higher than anywhere else. And I think, you know, this goes back to like talking about costs or investment in something. I think when you look at London in general, you would say that, you know, the facilities and the the gyms and the the classes is far superior to the most cities oh my god a hundred percent i mean new york's probably up like new york is great but like the actual size of the size of the places and the quality of the places probably are comparable yeah i think most cities in the world that are like in yeah but not really like if you went to some places in europe big cities you're not going to find great or like a such a oh yeah like europe i'd actually agree variety of of gyms do you know what i mean like because their culture's different but it takes something like australia like sydney if you take something like you know new york like london tokyo you know what i mean all the biggest cities that run like you're always going to find i guess a standard which you pay for but you also have a lot of value from and i think a lot of people 
have kind of dismissed that. So I think when it comes down to looking at a cost of something, you know, what's happened now is like people won't see this as necessarily investment into something that's going to help them every single day for the rest of their fucking life. They see it like, well, I've tried this. I don't really, I just want this. Um, I can't justify spending double that or I don't see, I don't understand like exactly. what, how somebody could be so specialised in something. You know, if you're going to something like a hormone specialist these days, like somebody that is genuinely lives and breathes hormones, yeah. you know, you are paying and I have paid for this, you know, 350 quid for a 20 minute fucking chat. And like, okay, these people are in London in some of the best clinics, women's clinics around the world, yeah. but... You know, it, they are specialised in that thing and they need to be paid their value for it because what they have yeah. and the knowledge they have is life-changing to somebody. Yeah. And this is the thing, like... But you could say, you could argue that... It's exactly the same with the, us. The information, some of the information and the understanding that we obtain and have obtained is life-changing for some people. Absolutely, and this is what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, this is exactly the same as what's happened in, whether it's personal training, online coaching, you know... The differentiating factor is that what's the difference between a trainer and a coach? Now, this is something we have like heated debates about the whole time because most people resonate quite highly with having a personal trainer. The reality is, is a personal trainer is somebody that literally just counts your reps and tells you what to do. They don't necessarily, and I can tell you this because of the qualifications you have to get, they don't necessarily know how to coach somebody mentally, physically, understand the human body inside and out, understand how you can legitimately change somebody's life other than just them making them throw themselves on the floor a few times mm. the reality is is that most people have experienced if you have experienced you would have experienced a personal trainer now when people have called themselves coaches coaching is another fucking level yeah. that's managing somebody's life that's understanding the lifestyle hurdles the mindset yeah. hurdles and unfortunately unless you've worked with a huge amount of you know people you're not going to understand that you're not even warranted to call yourself a coach because you know just like how take like a really large sports team they have coaches they don't have trainers do you know what I mean that coach takes them through to win and to perform you know that's exactly what a coach would do when it comes to your health and your well-being but I think the levels drop when people are like well I don't know what the difference is because everyone's calling them same you've got you know a girl that's like 22 with zero knowledge posting like what they look like and is like really cute in a nice fucking outfit and they're signing up people with absolutely zero knowledge. And, you know, like, they're effectively, like, sucking people in to, to effectively spurt out some PDF because everybody thinks the fitness industry is, like, this beautiful thing. When in reality, mm. it's, like, so far from that. You know, it's, like, it's one of the hardest industries to ever stand out, to do well, to retain clients, to, you know, and this is what we always say, like... Yeah value for people is that most people will have experienced a personal trainer Mm. now i'm not speaking down at pt it's like stay in your lane if you're not specialized in something and you don't understand more please just continue doing your job you know and helping people but if you're buying into something you need to understand not buying in investing in i don't really like using the words buying in you know you need to understand the levels and but those levels have dropped 
significantly. So we've all effectively short sold ourselves hectically yeah, for I like understand. an online market. And it is, and it is it's like a race to the bottom where mm. people are trying to charge less and less and less. But it's so it's we've gone full circle with the with the adoption of apps and yeah. and things like that where you've gone completely full circle to being super generic uh, all over again so then the value is like well why should i pay more when yeah when i can get this for like 15.99 exactly and and you know but the thing is it's like people are happy to invest that 15.99 a month and crack on and let's say you do let's say you sign up for a year and you ex you end up spending x amount but at the end of that 12-month period, you're still in the same position or worse, then have you saved money? No, you've just spent money that is ineffective and you've wasted 12 months of your life when if you invested and valued proper mm. coaching a little bit more, yes, you would spend more money, but the reality is the returns of, on your investment are so profound and so much greater. That is why... Every single person, when you get a mentor for any aspect of your life, they will always say to you, if you are not completely hot on this topic, outsource it. Yeah, Why they... do you outsource it? Because it increases your level of efficiency. So you have to price into these, these types of things that, you know, if you get proper coaching and not just somebody counting your reps or, or having a P, turn up for a PT session and your PT sat on, on their ass on their phone do you know what I mean that's or just like doesn't give a fuck that you're moving like a creature do you know what I mean yeah and but somebody like, it's not somebody will say you. to you like well I charge my PT my PT charges me X amount per hour right which let's say let's, let's 40, say that's say half 40, yeah. you rock up to the session you do 15 minutes on the treadmill you get banged on three or four different machines nobody's really paying attention to formal technique nothing's being coached and you just crack on yeah you might have a bit of banter and stuff like that but are you there because you want banter or are you there because you want to make progress and see a return on your investment and I then think the, there's the, two the thing is, is then like... you look at that and you you go so far down the road six months down the road a year down the road a year, three years down the road and you've wasted you're literally putting money down the down the drain yes to a certain degree you are exercising and but like, like Let's well, park this that moves aside. on to enjoyment, though, because this is what I think has happened with a lot of people. Has currently, I feel like the since the pandemic and going through this, and I'm like really keen on speaking about this pandemic because I feel like everybody's just ignored three years of like what the fuck even happened, and it's had such a detrimental effect on so many things, and yet we're all just trying to ignore it. So I think you know what's happened is that throughout this pandemic and we will agree with this as a business yeah. we went from like being really honest we went from a place which was like very direct very straight very um we coached people we were like you know that's not right do you know what I mean like you need to do it this way you need to to effectively kind of reserving our personalities and the way that we were to wrap people a little bit more in cotton wool because people's mental health was diabolical throughout yeah. the you know and we were dealing with it firsthand yeah. so you know we were like right okay maybe this isn't the time to make 
drastic change or to push things onto people or to constantly pump out results and stuff like that. In fact, maybe we should just take a collaborative, you know, um, approach. A, approach with this and, and make sure that we include all and that we can help as many people throughout a time where people are literally sat online 24-7. And that's what we did. But the problem is, is wrapping in cotton wool has happened in everything in anybody's life. So everybody's wrapped up and really secure and nobody wants to do anything that God fucking forbid they can't necessarily enjoy within one second. So what I mean by that is... A lot of people are now like, no, I don't like exercising like that. No, it doesn't work for me because I don't enjoy it. Well, okay. Exercise does need to have a level of enjoyment because the more you enjoy it, the more you're going to adhere to it. But the reality is, is that everything you do first off or in the first couple of weeks and the first couple of months is going to be uncomfortable for you on a day-to-day basis. It should be because it's pushing you out of your comfort zones. I don't believe that like we can get much done in our lives if we stayed in our comfort zone. And I can talk from personal experience. I'd still be morbidly obese with a drug problem. Do you know what I mean? So it's like if I'd carried on not never sucking up the truth and fucking wrapping myself in cotton wool or AKA body fat, like you know I would have never got to the place that I am today and the reality is is that I'm healthier and happier and much better off in my life with the steps I've taken but my fucking god was it uncomfortable for a very long period of time but we've just like forgotten that it's like we can't do anything that's too hard at the moment because we're just too delicate and I just don't think that is a forming character of a human I think it's actually made us despicable in so many ways that you know I appreciate you must enjoy somebody's company to get on with them like as as you were talking about with trainers you know or a coach there is is, there is this level of somebody enjoying it but also somebody keeping an eye on you so you know you've got the people that take it the opposite way which is like a clipboard do you know what I mean and they're standing there ticking shit off and writing things on a clipboard when actually they probably should be engaging with you a little bit more in your training sessions they shouldn't necessarily be standing there making you know unless you're doing it for performance reasons like potentially you're an athlete yeah but but even that is detrimental to its own and is decreasing value because if you're too focused on that one particular area that's what I'm trying to say there's two polar opposites you're not there's like that and then there's the people that like think that it's all about like their personality and like what they can bring to somebody's life at the end of the day what you are qualified in is not your personality but the (laughs) reality is is like if you're going to a personal trainer or seeking a professional's help the 99.99% of those people have a goal to achieve so the question is is what would you rather prefer somebody to chit chat with and enjoy on a regular basis and never see progress or would you prefer to work with somebody that you might be a bit pedantic but at least you know you're gonna ob- obtain a result i think if you want to talk to somebody like you know i we we obviously very much like coaching so we very much like engage with this with clients like in the sense of the mental health side of it but if you Think of it like this. If we go back to the hormone specialist, you're going to the hormone specialist, you need to go and get your hormone levels done. You're yeah. you're not doing too well, okay? You've gone in there because you're like, I, I need something to fix this, okay? Yeah. And the woman's gone in there, you've had a chit-chat, you've got your bloods back, your fucking estrogen's level, you know, minus 600, you know, and, you know, and you're sat there and she's just like, let's just have a chat. 
is that going to help your estrogen levels no. and the way that you feel? No. You need to get a result and you need to get what you need to yeah. help you move forward, you know. And this is exactly what I think has happened with the industry is, yes, it's great having a personality and not being dry as a fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it does. Help. I've got a personality, you've got a personality, but we have a job to do. And that personality shouldn't override the job that you have to do with somebody because you're never going to end up with any kind of result with the client no. if you take that approach. And and this is where the standard has slipped is that people are like, oh, yeah, she's really nice, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's this like, is the thing. What? is like the industry has been formed on people using their personality and them as their marketing tool and brand because the understanding of the 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 nitty gritty of the job is not covered in your it's not covered in your uh, qualifications the stuff that we've learned or and had to have learned with further qualifications i didn't study at university you know this is stuff that you have to actively go out and find to be able to provide value mm. the way we should be providing value not just hi look at me i am x individual I go on holiday six times a year. This is what I wear. You know, I've got nice things. And just giving people a general rundown of their daily life, which, you know, it's not helping anybody. It's not, It's you know. Take the most basic got so, level of a group You've got so much information at your fingertips, but that's not stopping people from uh, obtaining their, their health and their mental health goals. It's doing the complete opposite. So then the reality is that education and information only gets you so far and like a personality gets you so far when you should actually be distilling information down to the general population so they can utilize it and change their lives whether they want to use your service or not. In reality, you is if you be, don't know that knowledge, then But you then that's be when you have to rely on like, I'm a personal trainer by trade, but what am I going to do today? I'm going to show you my, my handbag. Or, yeah, but then you know but, I mean? but it's or, also like in the sense of a face-to-face -face capacity, like in an in-person capacity. It's like, I really appreciate, like if, if you're fucking miserable, nobody would want to train with you. But the yes. point is, is that if you like take your like lowest level in the sense of qualification in an exercise level, yes. you're probably talking a group instructor. So yeah. you do like a very basic assessment and you like that. It's yeah, it's a very basic qualification. Yes. Not saying that group instructor... But imagine going to a group class in the gym, yeah. in a Pilates studio, in anywhere, and not yeah. doing anything. <laughs> you turned up, you've booked your slot in. Actually, do you know what? I think we'll just sit down. We're going to do the complete opposite today. We're not here to exercise. Yeah. I'm actually going to tell you that um, I had a great weekend. Yeah. And I we went out for brunch, feelings, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, you know, so-and-so, and, so, and, you know, and, uh, yeah, that's great. So thanks all for coming. Yeah. That's legitimately what you do when you pay a personal trainer who doesn't make you exercise in a structured or well-managed way and instead will just focus on talking with you yeah. about your life when reality is, is it's just not results-driven. There, there needs to be... You, you want know, a result, for, like for the for our industry to be taken seriously, and for people to stop disregarding um, our industry, like it's you know everyone is, is very happy to um, utilize and take advantage of the fact that it is very uh, has very high levels of engagement. 
but nobody wants to take the responsibility of actually looking after people's health the general population when you speak to people and they've all gone through a hundred fad diets because they've listened to all this nonsense that they've they've seen over the year due to the poor level and the poor standard of the industry you know these are the kind of and it's so frustrating at the end of the day that it's it, it gets to the point where it's you know we we know our value in in the terms of the service that we provide because we see life-changing results on a daily basis so when we 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 see people at their best and at their worst and when you see people at their worst they're at rock bottom generally do you know what i mean we are the type of we refer to ourselves as like when it comes to coaching like the couple uh, like the 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 business or the, or the service that you get married to you you don't date look around, try here, go there. The vast majority of our business is return business and, and has always been based off retaining clients. And, yeah. you know, we do pick up clients on a weekly and monthly basis and we generally tend to, to keep them for, for, for years and years on end. Right. And I just think and that's, that's what you're meant to do. That's what you're meant to do. <laughs> that's, that's, this is the thing, like, it's not about, like, oh, and we'll get on the next challenge, we'll get fucking a thousand people sign up on the next challenge. The and thing it's is a constant like, race to the fucking bottom. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, but you're having to provide external value. So, like, this is one thing that drove us up the wall, was like, hi, guys, sign up to our challenge and we're going to give you $10,000 if you win. Okay, which is cool. And that's going to motivate people and get people to potentially you know make lifestyle changes blah 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 rainbows sunshine and fairies the reality is is if we you know we were like this is this is not you shouldn't necessarily have to like overtly motivate people to look after their own health it should be off their own back Mm. And that's the way it should be done instead of like trying to trick people into winning a fucking car and then for you to lose weight. Because the reality is, is if you look back at every single one of those challenge winners, where are they now? The sad reality is, is that they've, they've, they've gone backwards and then some. Do you know what I mean? So like you yeah. are utilizing the, the and like almost preying on people's, indivi- and, and it just drops the level and standard of this industry to be like, oh, you're just a personal trainer. Well, it's like, I appreciate that, but like name one other uh, industry or, or job where you can literally change someone's life, whether it's the way that they move, the way that they eat, the way that their their health markers are, the way that they treat their family and friends, you know, you unlock unlimited possibilities. A person who can't walk and feels ostracized because they can never walk with their family and then you get them fully mobile and they're able to partake in a family holiday for the first time in 10 years. Do you know what I mean? Or when people are in their 50s and they write themselves off completely because their joint mobility is so bad that they just cast their future like they're going to be in a wheelchair and that's it. Somebody's going to have to wipe my ass for the rest of life. And you're like, hold on a second, give me 12 weeks, and then they're basically bouncing off the walls. Yeah, like, but I think it's Please past, tell me who else can do that. It's 12 weeks, so it's... it's 
what what I like, think. But what other what other what other uh, apart from like a tax accountant who can help you move your money around and save you shitloads of money that can have an impact on your life? What other? Yes, but finance you know is I mean? variable. It's too fucking like volatile. It's, it's yeah, too, but I, I, I get that. But what? Please, what other? No, there's not. And a like lawyer, I think this is why we value dentist? ourselves. But like, be fucking real with yourself a minute. Like, like you know, no, but you be real with yourself a minute. Like there are times and there has been times where to put it into context like we've said plenty of times in this podcast before all of our clients we only dealt with high net worth ceos celebrities athletes we didn't fuck with anybody below that level okay Okay. and this is not saying that that is the only way or that there's that is what we used to deal with and we still do in a grander scheme of things however we also have gone through phases as a business where sometimes we felt like it's not been that accessible to somebody. It's not felt, and, and we have effectively taken our service down to the lowest level it can be yeah. to be accessible for people. Yes. Now, we are online coaches in the sense yeah. that, but we also have a very large aspect of our business, which is virtual and in-person. So there is not, we're, we're not lying about this. We're not full-time online coaches. We help people in a face-to-face capacity on a day-to-day basis but there has been plenty of times where we've either had business mentors or advice from people as a business we only ever were a high net worth very private training facility we obviously only ever offered that kind of level service we then took ourselves to the complete opposite of that throughout the covid pandemic we tried to make it as accessible as possible and you know what we got so much fucking abuse throughout covid based on what our cost was apparently like even charging 10 pounds a week for unlimited virtual classes that we hosted yeah. twice per day yeah, the ridiculous. whole way through the pandemic ridiculous. was too much to charge but like nobody thought actually does this person need to earn a living is this how they earn a living now you know i'm not saying that things are right or wrong but we've definitely devalued ourselves at certain points and we're now definitely after like rebranding and getting ourselves to you know we've moved back to the uk yeah. we are at that level but it's very easy to mm. go to the level of trying to suit the consumer needs because at the time and right now, all it is is I need some sort of method that's going to fucking help me somewhere. And yeah. people will just jump like a fucking jumping rope, one jump after the fucking next, mm. onto something new because they're like, oh, I need something new, I need something new. And that is our brain right now. All we are wanting is satisfaction and instant return. So if something doesn't give you that, they're not fucking interested. And as businesses, we've all had to cater for that because imagine dealing with a consumer as an online basis, which is like, no, I don't see any value when you've got somebody, you know, charging 10 quid a month for an app do you know what I mean yeah. then you're trying to you know offer premium level coaching it doesn't work. So you've got to see foot like we love like online coaching. But it's not the most premium version of coaching because there is only certain levels. And the reality is, is that we know what we offer is exceptionally premium from the yeah. online market. It takes us huge amounts of time. There's not one day and one fucking year that we have not refined our business time sure. and time fucking again. And clients that have been with us for years will tell you exactly that. They've been through all they've these changes. They've seen that journey where they've start, everyone started off and not But like the race to the bottom is like... never the way forward. Like we helped thousands of people over COVID. Thousands. But... 
was our level of satisfaction as coaches as high as it is now with the people that we deal with, the level that we deal with now? No, in any way, shape or form. I hate to say it. Like, you know, we love taking people through these steps, watching them on this journey, guiding them, advising them, coaching them. And you don't get that on the level in which where you low value yourself because you just can't even get to it. You're not paid enough. You're not, you know, and when we're very specialized in these things, which we are, we're heavily specialized in it. We need to always make sure that we're doing the things that fulfill us as coaches so that we can always strive to produce a better result for a client. And, you know, I do think, you know, the challenge thing, like there is so much temptation as a business which can make, and I'll tell you this now, if you do an online business well, you know what I mean? Or you've got a good system in place, you could say. You can take yourself from being somebody that earns fuck all a month to a lot of money. And that yeah. is what people are striving for. They just want to earn the fucking money. That's all they want to earn is the money. They're not bothered about doing the job or feeling satisfaction and fulfillment in the job. Like, we could be earning like five times the amount that we earn right now if we'd done a very low scale, low value, but would that be sustainable? No. And I have spoken to so many people who are app owners, this and that, and it's just declined. You got your peak in COVID, it's not coming back. It's just not coming back. You are never gonna get that mass amount of people online, on their phones, all fucking yeah, all day. basically wanting to look after their health because the first time it's yeah. the first time in They've forever any, where ev- and you know the the general narrative was like hey everybody this is going to be for like two weeks you know yeah, we're gonna just take some time off and, and everyone weeks. was like oh okay this is this sounds sick this sounds amazing may as well you know got all this uh, spare time so you know what are you going to turn to your arts movement yeah. Uh, chores you know little things like that and it was the oh, meteoric was... boom and oh my god everybody and their uncle doing uh at home workout or you know and then um, also what happened is a lot of people then were like oh my god fuck like oh my god i'm so popular this is the most popular i'm going to develop an app which by the way costs a lot of money to develop a fast functioning for thousands of users on a consistently daily basis with new content. You are paying a lot of money and I'm not talking tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands, I'm talking millions to do it well. So people were like, oh my God, I've made loads of money very, very quickly. I'm gonna go and create this app. I'm gonna put all of my money and investment into an app and then for only to decline. The users have declined, yeah. the use of it's been declined. You can't keep up with the level of it because you're not necessarily making yeah, the return. This, like you said, like we were discussing, this is gonna this year and next year are gonna be the, the years defining to years, see yeah. Who, who hangs around. Because the reality is, is that we are now facing the very, very big truth and we will not lie about this. Online is declining because people it's not declining in the sense of like it's one of the most prominent markets online. But in general terms, you're not gonna be, your eyes your eyes no. are gonna be less on your business currently, just they are. Like, you know, we, there's too much yeah. about for people to not be distracted. Like we go back to like, if you follow on social media, 6,000 people, you're, that's, you know, you're not gonna show up on that. You know no. what I mean? You're not gonna be prominent on that. And no. so there's this whole race of, oh, I'll give you stuff for free. I'm gonna do it for free. I'm gonna fucking discount it. And it's like, you're just racing your whole, yeah. 
everything to the bottom. So the approach that we take is that we've been in this industry for a very long period of time. Yeah. Like that's not going to change because it's our fucking job. It's our it's the it's our bread and butter. Fuck, I hate those sayings. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what I mean. It's what we've done always. We didn't just jump into it because the pandemic hit and I was working in fucking advertising and suddenly I'm no, here. No. Or Mark was an accountant and suddenly he feels like he can help accountants lose weight. Like you know, it's. We've been in this before, so we we're we're aware of the fucking the trenches you've got to go through and the levels yeah. you've got to be at and the consistent refinements you've got to do. We're not concerned about that because at the end of the day we're looking at a long stable business, and as I said, that's why client retention is so fucking important. Exactly. And yet we're not focused on the next fucking month. We've got taking ten grand and fifteen k, and if we haven't signed up seven thousand calls a week, you know you're doing shit. Because the reality is, is that you will not as one person. We're two be able to manage that shit if you're doing it properly yeah. like you need a bespoke level of clients who are paid are paying you the, the price in which they need to pay you for the help in which you'll get you know yeah. you're giving yeah. on online whether that's in person that's virtual and you work with those clients to achieve those goals. I'm sorry to say this, you can't be then taking a hundred grand fucking months, you know what I mean, and expecting to be able to maintain that exactly. without giving all of your money away to employing people, you know what I yeah. mean, to do your job for you. So there is these levels that I like to think is that people are, and I see it time and time again, just online mentors, this and that, like trying to sell you shit, like as, as businesses, like, oh my God, you're failing if you don't do this, or why have you not got 12 calls booked in for the last minute, or you're a yeah. fucking failure. Well, yeah. my job, I can tell you this right now, is not to sell to people, it's to create value. And the same yeah. with Mark, I'm here yeah. to help people, I'm not here to fucking sell to you. And if you seek value in our service, whether it's online, virtual, in person, great, we'll work together, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I'm not here to sell you a fucking dream because the reality is there is no dream it's about taking something on board working with it refining with it and and just expecting that things are going to take time like at the moment i just feel like people just think that they just nothing you can just get everywhere with absolutely minimal hard work because this is the thing is that because the industry has gone full circle to it all being so cookie cut so you go, you resonate with somebody who's got, you know, a very large following and a, and an ecosystem in which they house their clients. You sign up, you you know, you know, you understand the process. You get the automated email link, which then links it. Everything's so automated now that you can literally upscale thousands and thousands of people, but yet it's all generic. And the person that is running the the ecosystem with his employees is putting in 30 minutes of work a day. And that's the thing. They're not programming. They're not going through your your, your pictures and, and understanding your biomechanics and where your posture works. They're not doing a consultation with you and finding out what you like and what you don't like. Please, can you explain how many people have recently signed up with us who have been given nutritional plans by online coaches that are not even that oh. of foods that they absolutely hate will never eat so what is the purpose yeah. in paying for that but the thing is that what i can't the one thing that grates me and like i get it like it's like okay like i've got a business it's my business it's our business we we have to always make sure that business is marketable and fucking sell you know but you know 
how when you get people on calls and this is what i'm saying a lot of people have experienced shit in our industry now yeah, somebody's experienced this is something thing. and whether it's poor and the, or and good the, the overall value has been so bad that everyone's general perception is that it's the, uh, it's super of no it's of very little to no value to a certain degree off the get-go so already their budget is lower do you yeah. get what i'm trying to say and i'm not i'm literally i'm not talking like you need fucking millions of quid otherwise no. you're going to be you know, unha- I'm just saying, like, your budget is normally lower because you haven't invested, you can't understand the value because you haven't experienced it. So, but if you have experienced something, then that's going to stay with you. But my question so, is, why can a lawyer charge £200 an hour for them to draft, more like fucking to like draft you an sometimes. email? Right, yeah, to yeah, just, just write you, you, just to write you an email in, in lawyer type words. But then, you know, I must charge. £12.99 £12. a month to basically assess your, your biomechanics and stop you from having joint pain, something that you've suffered with for the rest of your life and you're like dependent on painkillers. Like, but yeah, I must like get I charged £12.99 for yeah. that when some person's going to write you just a, a, a basic email or like look over something. For, for, do you know what I mean? Like, why is the value so distorted? It is like I just feel like you know we we first of all like I said to Mark like fuck I mean I couldn't police this shit because you sometimes just out of your control but we should have levels in our industry just like you we would should. when you go into okay after seven years of studying medicine maybe you've got a few years of placement after that which is exactly what my grandfather did yeah and, and he worked to, for you know, free he worked for fucking free <laughs> for years he had two children he worked for free do you know what I mean he worked for as much as experience as he could possibly get okay so in seven years you're qualified to effectively sometimes cut somebody open do you say you know be life-saving treatment exactly the same when you know as much as we do in the yeah. sense of a human body you're responsible for it it's like you don't just go into a doctor and you just think, yeah, yeah this guy doesn't know shit. Do you know what I mean? You go in there because you're wanting somebody to help you. And it's exactly yeah. the same in our industry. And yet the standard is dog shit. It is so bad. It, it, like, I physically, like me and Mark, I were genuinely thinking of hosting a completely free seminar to the gym that we train in because it's like making my eyes bleed. Like, yeah. I can't watch any longer. I'm almost getting irritated how yeah. people train it's and yet just, it's meant yeah, to be okay. Just what, everything it's about so it. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so I know it sounds, it sounds like we're really pompous, and, and the, but it's, it's like, it, it, comes from a, it comes from a good place where you just want... It's not only the trainers, it's just how people in yeah, general... Yeah, just in general, gym etiquette, you oh, know... It's and, terrible. And it's... <laughs> just everything in general. But, like, you, you just want to do it so that people can get more value out of their training. Because, like, you're watching something going... Like, you you're watch... watching somebody exercise and then finish the movement and then grab their lower back and go, ah, fuck... Yeah, do you know, do you know what I mean? mean? Like that should not be happening. Massaging. That should not be happening. You shouldn't be going, oh, fuck. That and then you've really got the trainer standing there going, okay, cool, just carry on going. We'll go into yeah. kettlebell swings now. Do you know what I mean? What the fuck? Do you know what I mean? Like, literally. Just, that is doing a disservice to the entire industry because that person is then, whether they like it or not, they're going to walk away from that, from that session going, oh, fuck, my back really hurts. It's Why does my back hurt? I, could link I come to, to I come to this person to train with them four times a week. We've been doing it for six months. My back's in pieces. 
Well, even you know that, I mean? they could like, have actually just caused the back industry. They might, they, they might not have even had a back injury before. And then six months later, you're like fucking dealing with chronic back. You can't even walk up the stairs. Do you know what I mean? Let alone get into the car. And then, you know, it's like, where is this relation where like when you move muscles in certain way or you stimulate certain movement, you know what I mean? You move the body in certain yeah. ways. The same at a physio, chiropractor, osteopath, sports level specific, you know, you've got to expect there's going to be something like there's sometimes people dis- disassociate and this is what i mean about the enjoyment versus the, what are you actually doing do you know what i mean it's it's that whole like, dissociation where somebody do doesn't link to the fact that they've just done something like a fucking bellend because their trainers told well, okay, them to do so it that way and you, then they're dealing with massive pain but they can't associate the two together that that you, wasn't the reason would you go to the gym if there was no or exercise if you if there was like literally no benefit physically mentally body wise absolutely no way I mean, you I know, don't. You, you just wouldn't. Everybody no goes. Everybody goes. Whether it's oh, I go there to look better. I go there to feel better. I go there to deal with my demons. I go for whatever reason. I like the environment. I like the people, the community. You're going there for a reason. You're going there to obtain something, right? But if you're not obtaining something, then you're not going to find value in it, and. But the, like, can the reality... you, how, how much can you okay, no, no, this is where the question is is that I've paid to see you know you would pay to go to a therapist to speak to a therapist about your problems and get a professional opinion with no bias and whatever okay yeah. and to talk about it work out management tactics how you're going to behave in situations going forward it's like I get people will probably listen to the go but but what if I enjoy it do you know what I mean okay cool but like can you get friends for that or like maybe you can go out for dinner or like can you have somebody talk to you like maybe you like actually hire a friend maybe you get like a fucking nanny i don't know what the fuck you do but like you're going to a personal trainer well i guess if you just enjoy then you then you yourself should have no expectations of progress if the person is substandard and is not going to provide you a result then you and you go there purely off enjoyment then you 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 as a person your expectations need to be adjusted and managed to the fact you can't be like oh i wonder why i'm not seeing progress that is not once you kind of void the fact that you want to see a return for your investment and you're just doing it for enjoyment never experienced it though like what if your first like fucking trainer is somebody that literally couldn't give two flying fucks then you're gonna be like cool yeah, I know, which is, I don't know, and this is the thing, but then you see people use really bad personal trainers and then walk away from that, uh, scarred to a certain degree, and then But smiling they... because they've made them laugh. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like they don't, this is what I mean to be disassociation. It's like they don't link the fact that they've just done a squat, like a complete twat, because nobody's told you how to do it properly or sure. actually taken the time to go, do you know what? You've just done that terribly. Yeah. Like, can we go again? Yeah, do you know what I mean? sure. Because you're about to injure yourself and you're going to end this session with yeah, severe if you back do it, pain if you, if you do don't it, listen. Just, if you do it really badly all the time, then you're never going to see progress. Well, so yes, then are you like, happy just plodding along paying somebody just to just to have crack with yeah i think some saying? people would i don't know i just feel like yeah of course i think there's a large percentage yeah but of i it. would also say like those there is the, a level of expectations waters. of of there is an a, a, an expectation of some level of progress somewhere surely 
I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just I'm just trying to you know I and we do see it on a regular basis where people are like oh, I've trained this person for thirty years and they've never you know they look the same they've never gotten stronger they've never gotten weaker they've never lost weight gained weight they look exactly the same yeah but that's and exactly that's... but but then again like i don't think this is about a vanity point do you know what i mean there sure. is that, that in any way shape or form but i also think that like if you're wanting somebody to like go and de-steam to then you should probably pay another professional because the reality is is that when you can do it all like we can do it all i'm not going to say like we can do it all because we're qualified to do it all but there's sometimes like it doesn't like all add up because you could say to somebody like why are you paying somebody an hour to just talk to them when you need to be doing something that's their job and their their specification do you know i mean they specialize yeah, it's not in their eggs. job to talk to it's you. not their job yeah technically it's not their job and a personal coach means you need to be somewhat have yeah. personality but it doesn't mean that you're going there to personally talk to someone. It's not personal no. chat, do you it's know what I mean? It's not personal like, talking, no. So, so It's personal training because you're going there because you generally have a goal. I want to lose weight. I want to build muscle. My back hurts. Why does my knee always hurt when I run? Do you know what I mean? There, There is always, this is what I'm saying, nobody ever comes to us and it's like, I want a personal trainer because I just want to talk to you. It's like, I feel... Uh, like I've lost confidence because I look a certain way. I'd like to drop a dress size and feel better in my clothes. That's I'd like, like most minimal goal. You could do you know what I mean? It starts off like that, but then there's always an expectation in 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 some way to see some level of progress. Like for example, you take on like. There's plenty of people that we know that we train athletes and absolutely terribly, um, but there's also very good ones. So like if you have an athlete on board, like your your whole aim is not necessarily like depending on what the sporting discipline is, yeah. depends on the kind of physical you know shape you need to bring. So say you're in boxing, likely is you have to cut weight or you have to be at a certain weight when you go and fight yeah. somebody professionally. But when you're a golfer, you know, you're not necessarily focusing on your weight, you're, you're focusing on thoracic mobility how you're going to improve your swing so there's different functionalities very very different but when you're dealing with essentially like an athlete of some degree like they're doing it because they need to excel they need to effectively either their their careers on the line do you know what i mean in the sense of it they have to perform they have to consistently perform they want to get better they have to be better do you know what i mean that's the mentality of an athlete versus the general population yeah but if you're not, if you can't provide that as a coach, where they are consistently performing better, or they're meant to, you know what I mean? You're not doing your job. So this is what I mean by the differentiating factors between a coach yeah. and just having somebody that's in a random gym personal training. I said to Mark the other day, and I know this sounds really fucking weird, but we work with it because yeah. we're in this. You know what I mean? But I almost, and as growing up, and I think you know. I'm sure people can fucking tell that I'm... It's very obvious I grew up in a middle-class family. You know, the way that I speak, I've been privately educated. You know, I've had a very great life. But I was taught, like, very good ethics from fucking going, you know, from the ground up about you don't get shit unless you work for it. So, but I've always known uh, having a personal coach yeah. or person, something personally helping you yeah. as an exceptionally premium service. Like, yeah. Never saw it as like, oh, okay, you know, general chit-chat, just like whack a few pads and just fucking, you know what I mean? It was 
it was like it was expensive. Yeah. It was personal. It was something that the average person didn't have. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that, but this is what I mean about levels of life. We can't always, and this is what's happened in society, is we all think we can afford all these things. Let's put it on credit. Let's put it on Klarna. Oh, my God, I can afford this. You yeah. can't. But this is what's made the world. You know, at those levels and what most people are levels of life, you need to do either invest into it heavily, save for it, and then yeah. invest into it. Exactly. Or you can't afford it. Do you know what I mean? You've got to then try and manage your health and, and work with as many free resources to get you. But then your expectation in the sense of your performance or your result is probably going to be lower yeah. because you're then it's all on you to do it. Mm -hmm. So I've just seen it is that when you ever have anything personally, it's so premium, but now it's not so now we've all devalued ourselves i'm not talking about us in any way like people will probably think we're hectically expensive for like in person whatever we value it like you know we're very specialized in what we do there'll be some people that don't think it's expensive as enough do you know what i mean yeah. but if you then go in half value half value or you don't move with the times like in the sense of inflation and yeah. in the sense of how much it costs you know i hate to say it but if you're charging a pt like I know yeah, you want to help people, people move, people but your don't, lifeline Like is when on. you pay peanuts and you get a bad service and you don't see progress and then you, you, you're you scratching your head and you're wondering why. Do you know what I mean? Like you had a client whose spouse was training with a guy because he was the cheapest at the gym. Just, and so the just guy, a side note, this guy's fucking loaded. Yeah, this dude's, you know, he <laughs> works in finance. and But he wants to, you know, he doesn't necessarily see value in it because he's never been shown value or sold value or anybody's been able to, like, market value to him. So he goes with the, the cheapest option. And the guy, A, doesn't even know his name. Yeah, can't even pronounce Calls him, him the wrong name. Never turns up to the session. Cancels and, last You know, cancels minute. last minute and has a whole bunch of things. And then is like, huh, is that person then going to potentially see value in someone like us who's, who's you know, four times the price? But the reality is, is we will never cancel a session. We can guarantee that it will have a very profound impact on your life, whether it's mental health, whether it's physical appearance. And if you appearance. have a question, it's fucking answered. There is not one thing that clients ask me that I can't answer. Do you know what I mean? Like, and yeah, this is the I reality mean, is that when, days. you know, this is the very dictating factor. And I've said this time and time again, because there was times in the past few years that we were getting infuriated with the amount of people that were stealing our content on anything we produced online. People would steal it, make themselves look slightly fucking better by using our content. And it was driving us insane because we were like, wait, like these are people are all just faking it. Do you know what I mean? But there's nothing you can fake when somebody asks you yeah. directly to your face and you have no fucking idea what the answer is. Yeah. That's when you know you can fake it, but you can't make it. Do you know what I mean? And the reality is, is that's when... And we I think that's a reason, a lot of reasons why people hide behind... Social, like online coaching. Yeah, oh my God, charge massively. $12.99, do you know what I mean? I'll charge you twelve ninety nine, and all you're going to do is a couple of burpees in your living room, jumping up and down with like a four kilo dumbbell. Don't ask me questions why your knees hurt. Don't ask me questions why your back is mangled. Yeah, try like, the low impact yeah, version. Yeah, try the low impact <laughs> version of just a variation of a knee dominant movement that's just going to wreck your lower body. Yeah, Do but like mean? that's not even the twelve ninety. So you've still got online coaches that are charging. You know, we like. 
is an online sense we have a, we have foundation and premium costs. Do you know what I mean? Like foundation is structure, premium is literally like coaching. You know, coach. You know, full on coaching. And I think you know, there's not to say that's always been the case in our business, yeah. but we've always wanted to give somebody more value, and that's the problem because we could say that our downfall, which I couldn't even say is a downfall, is we always want to give too much for what technically you're paid to do. Yeah. So when you're on a lower value, you know yeah, what I we mean? We struggle like, to rein it in. I can't rein it in. Yeah, we struggle, struggle to, to rein it in. Legitimately, we would struggle to rein it in. There's like no other I way. Know, it's just, it's just I, I just dislike people like A, not doing things properly. Or not knowing the or answer. B, or B, not knowing the answer. Or C, thinking that there's something inherently wrong with them and that they're stuck. Yeah, you when know. you could just say to them, no, it's not the case. Or let me just tell you how to do that properly. Or, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and this is the problem. This is when your value is just like, okay, well, we physically can't charge like as le- little to what... We can't charge less than what we currently charge yeah. because our value and time is in it. Like the amount yeah. of time that we spend from top of my head something you know that we do on a day-to-day basis is breaking down people's technique we don't just go like well done yeah do you know what yeah. i mean like we literally draw on you do you know what i mean we draw on you to tell you how to do it and people learn by the time they finish their phase one of like yeah. starting straight they fucking know how to train properly already and i would say this w- with incredible confidence and is one of the most um proud aspects of our business like if you had to take a hundred people off the street including our clients and you get them to ex- uh, execute certain movements, I can almost guarantee you out of those 100 people, our clients would be the only people doing things correctly. Are you saying that with complete confidence? Yeah, I am saying that with complete confidence because when you see, and after there's an, enough corrections and adjustments that go uh, that are put in place and coaching actually happens, you see a dramatic improvement. In no, massively. I totally you know, agree. Oh, yeah. my back pain's gone. Oh, my elbow pain that I've had for seven years has now disappeared. Do you know what I mean? And their form is actually good. And then you go into a gym and you watch <laughs> you watch a personal trainer sit on their ass with their arms folded, looking less interested. Come on, two more. It is cringeworthy. And sadly, that is the, the, the current standard. You go around, and I, I, I'm just. I know we might get flack for this, but you know, if this resonates with you, like the, the like the the saying goes, if the shoe fits, then you really need to assess yourself because if you're a personal trainer, if you sit on your ass and just look around like you couldn't be asked. If I was working, if I owned that gym, you would be gone. Yeah, fired within seconds. But I also want to say that it's not just falling on the personal trainer here. As the consumer, have a higher standard. Yeah, mate, what are you doing? Have a higher standard for your health. You know what your health is. It's you, do you know what I mean? It's you on a day-to-day basis. It's not your fucking job. It's not your children. If you are training and you look up and your trainer's on their phone texting, fucking watching TikToks or something like that, you need to say something. You need to take action and be like, bro, or bro it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not paying my hard-earned money for you to just basically scroll online. Oh, it's absolutely terrible. Like, and you know? also, we, we, you know, it's, it's. As I said, like, you know, look at, you know, look at you. If you have special, you know, look at it. See if it's actually the just same. Just makes sense. If you're like, paying your money and. Hi, I need you to run twelve miles before you go to the gym. Like, excuse me. <laughs> Is what? it is it is it your You need to eat fourteen hundred calories per day. You need to eat fourteen hundred calories, but I'm six foot tall. That doesn't matter because everybody needs to be shredded. 
Yeah, and, and shredded his life and shredded with huge bags under yeah. your eyes. It looks like you can't recover. And then all you're having to stress. do is unpick people's mental health where they're like worried to death that if they eat more than 1,400 calories that they're going to balloon into like the Michelin man. And it's like... Just because some because some somebody <laughs> with with two hundred fifty thousand followers couldn't be asked to literally do his jo- his or her job properly, and they've just cookie cut absolutely everything stuff that they personally resonate with. Oh, I like cottage cheese, so I'm going to make ten thousand people eat cottage cheese. Do you know what I mean? Please don't let me, you know, it's just so infuriating. And it's just at such a poor level and standard that people just gobble up on it. Oh, but they're such a nice person. We're not paid to be nice people. No, 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 no. If you you needed a defense lawyer and you were in trouble and you needed somebody to represent you to get you out of a sticky situation, do you care whether or not they're a good lawyer or they're a nice person? No, I think there is to do. You need do to be pretty job. polite. Like, yeah, do your job 100%, your job. but be polite in the process. And we know this because it comes down to etiquette. If somebody's fucking rude as a trainer, you're going to know it. Like, there's a girl that trains at our current gym who's a coach, do you know what I mean? And it's, it's atrocious. She's got a face. Like, I might as well have just whacked a frying pan against it. I'm sorry to say it. It's like a face, like a slapped fucking ass. It, it, and... I can't feel anything other than incredibly hostile and annoyed in her presence. So, like, I'm the complete opposite. I'm incredibly, like, I converse with my clients. I do this, but I physically will never be able to watch you exercise with shit technique. I will stop you, do you know what I mean? I I want people to enjoy their time, but there's a level of enjoyment and there's a level of results. And I am always conscious that people need to see a result to have any kind of level of motivation. And also, you know, this whole thing of like, if you're not comfortable exercising and you're a beginner or you're, you know, then you're going to be a bit bloody uncomfortable. And that's the reality is, is this is a learning process. If yeah. you're not used to it, then you need to learn. Like we've all been bloody uncomfortable in our lives at some point. And how we've gone from feeling uncomfortable to comfortable is just with consistency of doing something and, and, and giving it a chance. The thing is that we just don't give anything a chance yeah. these days, like nothing. Yeah, and I don't it like it. So to your just mental health, your, you know, people just put up their barriers and you're like, right, this is... This is what we need to do to turn a result. Well, I don't want to do that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, when did ever that ever become an answer to? Well, like, like one of my like we, when we grew up, like the 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 values and morals that were instilled by our parents and our parents' generation is very very different to like sticks and stones. You know, can break your bones, but words will never hurt you. And I was like, words are violent. Yeah, I'm fucking. Somebody just told you to kill yourself. No, they haven't. Do you know what I mean? It's because just, one of my clients just... said to me the other day that how atrocious, like she's quite high up in her job, is how atrocious the younger generation are at turning yeah, up to work like, and not needing a mental health My mother day. used to say, if you cheat or, or cut corners, the only person that you're cheating and like taking stuff away from is yourself, right? So when did those kind of values where people just think that they want to cut corners or they think that they know better or, you know, 
Yeah, and it's also just, just like, like I wish people would really see it for what it is. Like, our job's not a joke, do you know what I mean? We genuinely have, like, when I train somebody in person or virtually, like, you've got their movement and the way they move under your fucking watch. If they're, you know what I mean? First of all, if you're not insured, good luck. But, like, you know... You've, you've got a level of responsibility, you know what I mean, in your day-to-day -day living, like you do when you go into the office and you're responsible for doing something or excelling in a presentation or producing or discovering or whatever. It's exactly the same. Like, we've got a job to do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why we're paid to do it. And it's a very profound job at that, do you know what I mean? It literally, not only does it make you look better, it makes you feel better, it has a, a, a vast and, and profound impact on the way that you interact with your family, your spouse, your friends, your colleagues. Do you know what I mean? There's so many lives that you you touch and, and impact as a personal trainer when you... It's not a personal trainer. It's not a not personal, a personal trainer. trainer or just a, a, just a coach or, a, or in general. When you, you take somebody that's potentially at their lowest of lows and you can turn their life around you know yeah. change the way that they think change the way that they move change the way that they view life and have different perspectives you know a lot of this job is obviously psychological it's not just like turn up to the gym and stuff like that it's understanding okay well what what type of personality is this person what is going to motivate this individual people are motivated very differently i just want to stop you there though because you know? it's like as a coach it's not only just like what happens in a gym it's what happens outside yeah, of exactly. a gym which you're effectively managing and you know you could say it is like it's lifestyle management like you're managing somebody's yeah, fucking so life deep. do you know what i mean it's with so multiple deep. different you know avenues but I do think it's something like, yeah, okay, we can create value. I do think the standard of consumers need to ask for more, like in the sense of like, yeah, they sure. need to start questioning shit a little bit more. They need to start going, well, what is this really giving me? What am I getting back from this? Like, is this even worth my fucking time? Now, I just want to start on a little bit of a side note regarding like going to the gym like you know we know that going to the gym or doing exercise and physical movement is like fantastic to helping your mental health and now more than ever obviously you know people's mental health's not great you know we've got the you know combining efforts of social media environment factors all coming in with a lot of stress worldwide so you can't expect that people aren't going to need to diffuse somehow and exercise is a fantastic way of doing that but you know, we're not dismissing that when you go to a group class, you just move your body that you're not doing well. But the unfortunate yeah. is, is that when the standard is this low in our industry, you know, just going to that gym and moving is not necessarily going to help you long term. It's not necessarily going to help you on a day-to-day -day basis extensively. Now, you might like the element of movement in the class or doing something and you feel like you've done something. Yeah. But there is a reality is, is that we're inherently lazy as humans. And I think sometimes we need to push past those barriers of just, okay, we're just moving for the sake of and moving I think, because I've been told I need to move. You know, from, a, from, an instructor's, from an instructor's viewpoint, like when you coach uh, classes and you know, and those kind of things. You instruct, in, you don't coach. You, uh, instructing classes and, and stuff like that. Like, you know, there's a lot of considerations that things that take into place that don't necessarily mean that the programming and periodization of what you're doing is right. Do you know what I mean? It's very cookie cut. It's you very... physically can't. Like, you can do it if you knew it, but like, why would like, you be as a an instructor? Classes? Why would you be an instructor and know all of that? We I'm can, sorry. we can, we can attest. And like, whether you agree with us or don't agree with us, 
I'm very happy to open into an open discussion about no, why I feel this way. <laughs> but I'm just saying that as a coach, once you go past like three, maybe four people at max, you the level of you actually being able to coach people to an efficient level starts to rapidly decrease as, mu- as soon as those numbers get higher and higher. You can't yeah. watch people's technique. You can't instruct people. The overall exercise selection and periodization of that uh, exercise routine has to be has to be tailored, and it becomes washed down to the point where, you know, some people are going to see great progress from it, and some people aren't. Do you know what I mean? So, like, just I because you, you turn up, is, what you put in, like, you know, if you you paying to go to a class yeah. you're not necessarily expecting like you might you know pe- people can see progress like what you think is progress could be oh i feel like better in my jeans and i i yeah, look sure. better do you know what i mean like there are progresses on different scales but it's also the compounding issue with this because a lot of people do yeah. try things like you know and they go to these group things and they end up completely just just decrepit in the sense of how they move how they feel and you know what one of the biggest we saw through covid where everybody went and did hit training and we've never had so many loads, people come through people loads, loads, people lost weight because they went from being completely sedentary to like manically doing a thousand burpees in 45 minutes but what what did it do in terms of compounding people's joint health and joint pain skyrocketed you know, you've never seen people lick their lips more than physiotherapists when CrossFit became mainstream because the overall intensity and the periodization and the exercise selection does not generally suit the general population and requires a ton of coaching, which some places do or don't do, you know, and it just ruins people's joints and physios were like, this is the best thing since sliced bread. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, yes, you can be seeing progress in some way, but you, you know, are you detrimenting that in other aspects and areas that is in the long term? You know, zoom out a year, zoom out two years. You know, yes, you can lose weight in a hit challenge, but where are you two years down the line at the end of COVID, where you've lost a stone and put two back on, and your knees are buggered? And also, I just want to say that, like, it's not—it's not something that like it cannot be fixed. It just comes down to specialization. It comes down to like tra- coaching with somebody or having, you know, that is aware of this, and you understand that they know their shit and they know what they're talking about, and they know you know that you, they can help you. You can't expect this, you know, if you've dealt with I don't know, like a weak glute medius or knee pain or whatever like that. You yeah. can't expect that these instructors or these app are ever going to be able to give you that level. Yeah. So your expectation needs to be that you either need to invest more in. Like yeah. the, the reality is, what irritates me the most is that a lot of people won't invest into this shit yeah. at all at the start, and then they will do something like six seven months eight months of like jumping around whether it's here or not even necessarily just not done in the right way exactly and then they end up going and spending 12 weeks at the physio which costs a fucking fortune do you know i mean which is the same as what we would effectively charge for an hour of our time where you would have effectively eliminated that bulk load of costs that you've got to do for the next 12 so you've paid you know know, over eight a year you've paid the three four hundred quid for the years thing you've gone round in a big old circle You've then crushed you've your spent joints. A fucking grand at the physio. Then you've gone and spent twelve hundred quid at the physio, and you're two years down the line thinking that you know all, 
where you could have just, just done that the right the start with the, the right, right way, person, with the right with the individual. Right, yeah. And, and then you would never have ended up in the physio. Now, I'm no. not saying like, you know, we work with some great physios, but like the, it is one of these things where most physios for you to like get anywhere unless you've broken your leg or you've done something more severe. But if it's muscular or joint pain, it requires strength training. Like it requires yeah. strength and rehab. So you need to get somebody that knows what they're talking about. Otherwise, exactly. you're going to be following the same piece of paper for the next 400 you're years. Do um, like 10 sets of clamshells for 20 reps and you're like six months down the line you're like why is my why is my back pain not getting better because you haven't periodized the stimulus towards the body you know it need you need to ramp it up as you reintroduce stimulus and and planes of motion to the body so i just think you need to get to the point where like when you like and i'll say this is the real most pretend let's just let's just like fucking end with something really pretentious go on I fucked up my wedding ring by obviously lifting weights and I was wearing it when I was training and it just like turned a very different fucking shape. Let's just say that. Anyway, I was like, right, I could either get this redone or I could go and buy another ring or I could go and try on another ring. So I was in London the other day and I'd passed like one of the Cartier flagship stores. I thought I'll go and get my ring size taken, not because I want a love ring, just because I want a band. So I was like, I'll go and see it. Anyway, you're at the door, do you know what I mean? And you could, I could have spent quite a lot of money, do you know what I mean? In fact, I was with my grandma at the time. You're at the door, you're about to go into something that's a highly prestigious fucking location, security everywhere, shit tons of money inside. And somebody's like, no, wait outside. Do you think like that standard in my head didn't just drop dramatically? No, I was like that. Um, I could just go and spend quite a lot of money right now, and you've just devalued my whole time by making me stand outside when there's three people in the shop. Like I was like, no. Like in my head immediately, I was like, absolutely no fucking way. Am I going and buying anything from Cartier again ever? Do you know what I mean? Because I was like, do you know what? That's the worst customer service. Like. But this is exactly what I mean about standard. You know, if you're going somewhere expecting something, because you know what I mean, it doesn't mean that you can't, those standards can't drop. You've got to ask, you've got to question yourself and say, yeah, do you know sure. what? Is this really the standard you want to be paying for? Is this really, you know what I mean? Like, should I be asking more? Well, yeah, when it comes more? to your health, you know, it's not always a Fuck race it, to the bottom. Where, you know, one thing that also really, or like we get a lot is like, why would we pay for your service when we can get so much? Like on YouTube or, you know, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes you just might as well just hold your breath. Do you know what I mean? Because... You know, and that's, <laughs> and that's the reality is like, don't when it comes to your health and wellness and your mental health, racing to the bottom and trying to, trying to uh, find the cheapest way out is only cutting corners. And the only person that is ever going to suffer from that is yourself. So if you struggle with consistency or a nuanced problem or an issue and thinking that you're just going to go on to Netflix and watch a Nike training plyometric video because it's free and you're not, you're not having to pay for it, you know. It's, yeah, I know. Like the thing is though, like that we always deal with this and like when you run your own business, you're always going to have people question like your cost, your value, whatever. Sure. You get better as it, the time goes on. At the yeah. first you're like, I'm so sorry I charged that. Do you know what I mean? I'm, so, yeah. I'm actually so sorry that I'm like this. I can't believe it. Do you know what? Why don't I just give it to you for fucking like an eighth of the cost? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I just feel so bad that I could have ever have charged you more. Do you know what I mean? And then you go through these years and you're like, absolutely no fucking way have I spent this 
much yeah. time working with this many like, people. And, you know... Like, the cost of a PT session in the, in the current area that we live is, like, li- comparable to, like, you getting your nails done. Like, like legitimately. That, is, that, shouldn't, that shouldn't be... That shouldn't be the case. That shouldn't I'm sorry, be the case. it shouldn't be the case. And that is discrediting the people that are currently working in the geographical location... It's just undervaluing everybody from a, a, a person making a better uh, living by charging more, you know? I think location does come down to it. And like in London, you can be exceptionally premium if you're working in very premium London areas. And sometimes cost doesn't necessarily reflect service in those prime no, areas. But like we currently live in Surrey on the border of Hampshire, okay? This is like probably one of the most expensive counties and I think in the whole of the UK. It is fucking expensive, yeah. yeah. And like... You know, so you're, you, again, location-wise, if you're expecting to pay that, now let me just break down a cost for you. If you charge as a trainer, FYI, yeah. to go into a gym, okay, or you're using a space, most likely you might have your own space, but you're probably renting, okay? So if you're renting space, uh, half of that will go to the gym, okay? So half of that money that you earn an hour is going to the gym. Yeah. So already wipe that away. So you're charging 40, let's say 45 quid. Yeah. The gym's charging you 20 for an hour. Yeah. Now the trainers are 25 quid. Now yeah. take away tax, tax, do you know what I mean? And then take away your cost of getting to the gym. Yeah. Take away your time. Overheads. What are you fucking making exactly? You're earning yeah. less. Yeah. As a qualified professional, yeah. as somebody that is making potentially yeah. a coffee at age 16. Yeah. Like, I'm you sorry may as well to go say and this. Just work in Starbucks. So, you know, if you're going, like, you know, we go to clients' houses and gyms and stuff like that. So ours is very, like, mobile orientated. But, you know, we go into houses that tend to have, like, a space and an environment. Yeah. You're still going to somebody. But there and back, you know, the yeah. likelihood is, is you're not working with somebody that's next door to you. Do you know what I mean? No. That's very rare and very, no. you know, great if you are. So you're spending maybe 20 minutes, maybe 40 minutes, yeah. maybe half an hour, maybe 15 minutes. That's an extra half an hour of your time. Do you know what I mean? Or an hour of your time. Yeah. That you and can't, you can't, you can't get back or else. you can't do anything else because you're driving somewhere on a train, somewhere on a bus, somewhere or whatever. So, you know, there is got there has to be a point where a personal service is premium on cost because yeah. you're never going to seek your value if you charge that. And I know you could argue, but I want to help as many people as possible. Then go and create something. Yeah, but that's which, not going to pay your bills either. No, like, it's not. It's be, just when, not. When, your, when your electricity no. bill comes and you're like, oh, but I want to pay with kindness and happiness. Yeah, it's, just it's not, not going to happen. But not. then w- the person sitting there, when you look at the trainer who, if it's like after George has just done the breakdown, it's not just 45 quid. That trainer is potentially taking home like 12 pound for yeah. that hour then you wonder why they're sat in their ass there's no thought care or consideration they cancel on you all the time then it it's kind of it it's just a negative circle of negative feedback where that person doesn't feel like they're essentially getting paid their value so they're going to sit on their ass and do fuck all you're going to get a, essentially a shit session apart from just chatting to each other you know, but how do you get to those levels of charging premium? You need to learn more. You need to be better. Yeah. You need to fucking actually have a will to want to learn and experience. If you we actually did, need to be better. If we if did, you, you know, and took the time over COVID to to go and spend thousands and thousands of pounds on on additional learning and doing modules and att- attending webinars and doing all this shit with some of the best coaches in the entire world. If we can do it, why can't other people do it? 
Yeah, but it's because also the, it's not like those trainers are starved for information. Like the trainers come up to George and I all the time in the gym and ask us so many questions because they literally have zero understanding. Oh yeah, like it's kind which of, is not their fault. It's the service provider's fault when they did their qualifications ten years ago. No, eighteen years ago, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Like you shouldn't, you physically should not be allowed to qualify in one thing and then just never learn anything more because most likely you've yeah. lost some brain cells in that time. Do you know what I mean? So twenty five yeah. years ago, you need to switch on to what is going on right now, and you exactly. need to learn. And so you know, people will sit there and go, but. I can't charge, I can't charge 80 or 90 or 100 quid an hour of my time. Like, that's excessive. Well, yeah, you, you only can. get to that level when you know that much. Do you know what I mean? And this is what I mean about levels. Like, if you don't know yeah. it, then you're obviously going to feel like a fucking fraud, literally. Sure. You're going to be like, why am I sat here? Some people don't. Some people love being a fraud. But, yeah. you know, we've spoken to trainers that are like, why could I, I couldn't charge more because I don't know anything. It's like, yeah, well done. So you can't. So you then need to learn more if you want to earn more. Yeah. That's exactly the same as if you work as an accountant. Okay, how are you going to get to earn more? You're going to become a chartered accountant. Then you're going to move up the fucking ranks. Yeah, you move up like, the ranks. Any job, you move up the fucking ranks. Do you know I mean, you have to either do exams, you need to do practical application, you have to do to get better, yeah. to earn more. Now, I know this is not about just earning, but at the end of the day, everybody's livelihoods is to pay for shit this day, the, this, these, these days. But I yeah. do think if you're looking at yourself or you're looking at the standard, you've got to be responsible for the standard that you your, put your out. Your own standard, yeah, exactly. You, you know, if you want to be a membership gym, for example, but you want to be fucking bustling and it needs to be, and you want it to be the best fucking gym that anybody's yeah. walked into, yeah. then you need to have a standard that matches that. You can't have dirt all over the fucking no. floor. You can't have people shitting in the fucking toilet when it's a unisex toilet, which has an open door to the whole bloody gym. You can't hoover and spray Febreze in people's mouths when they're training. You've got to have a standard yeah. that is excelled. If anybody will Literally. tell you this, that trained in our gym, in case, we used to invest back sometimes oh, more than days. we would make a day into having professional cleaners and myself and Mark. You could we literally had, you could lick the do floor. a surgery yeah, in there. It's so it clean. Was, it was, there was not one piece of hair yeah, on the floor. There was never, not one bit of dust. Never. There wasn't a towel out of place. Never. Because that's what, because we had a huge, number one, we wanted premium clients at high standard yeah. that wanted high, good results, you know, standard results, okay? Yeah. How are you going to get that is you've got to then put out what you fucking want, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if we hadn't put that out, we would have been in a crusty facility with crusty clients getting paid absolutely fucking nothing. You know, couldn't but even... that was our problem as well when we were training people in in London and like it's not like London like London does have really nice gyms but the vast reality is the most of the gyms where you pay money to rent are pretty average they just don't best. pay any time it's like a landlord and fuck, you know right? you go into the toilets they're pretty you know there's always skid marks there's toilet it stinks it's not great the towels are damp Yankee, yeah, do you know what I mean it's, it's not we're not like you know it's, we're not talking like this is a seven star but, but then how do you charge discounting their prices but then how do you then say to that client when George and I used to deal with very high net worth individuals and you're like, I can't charge this person more because the the service doesn't reflect that in terms of I can be the best personal trainer in the world, but if a billionaire walks into a toilet that somebody's just shattered and it stinks, you can't be managing over. that. You can't so, manage that. 
But, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, we obviously have been gym owners. I don't know what the future really holds in the sense of us going forward. We don't know yeah, yet. We've just got very high standards, in... which is the way it should be. A gym shouldn't be a dirty place. It should be clean. It should be friendly. It should be welcoming. And it should have a high standards from the people that work there. And, you know, having worked in some of the some of the best gyms in London over the years, you know, one thing that really set out one gym from another was the talent of the staff and, you know, having a group of individuals that could produce results on a consistent basis. Otherwise, because I think you drive, it's I mean, just you drive self into the ground. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, what the places where we're lacking, do you know what I mean? Lacked in the sense that they couldn't necessarily get enough people to come through. They then had to effectively discount their prices to the point where it was yeah, like non-existent. Or racing to the bottom again. Race to the bottom. But if you stay at the level in which you are and you've worked for and you continually learn for, you know, you're always going to get the value in which you think. And you know, it might not be super quick. Do you know what no. I mean? It might not be that way. And it normally isn't that way. It takes time to like build that, definitely. But it, it just comes down to the fact, if you're looking at the fact, like if you looked at a member's gym that you pay 30 quid a month for, yeah. and then they're like, right, we're sorry, due to the heating situation, we're now going to increase to 40 quid a month. And it's not clean. It's not looked after. After, nothing's maintained you know you're going to get annoyed you'll be like oh no no thank you I'm going to exactly. fucking end that you know it's the same as standard and everything just yeah. keep your standards high don't be a fucking Karen though and then expect everything's going to run under you you know what I mean like you're yeah. some but keep your standards high enough that you would also value it do you know what I mean and I think you know this works for both professionals those that are consumers those that are clients you know what i mean ask for more because if you can't get more then you know understand the level in which you are sitting and if you want yeah. more and you want something specialized then you're going to have to invest into it more you know and this yeah. is on so many different pathways so just i just keep standards high don't yeah. be a karen <laughs> yeah but it's still you know i can understand your value at the end of the day like you know if you look over your life which sometimes self-reflection is the biggest you know fucking stepping stone yeah, to making sure. any kind of change you know self-reflect on either side and realize you know you know you can't be going around expecting the top of the top if you're paying fuck all and you can't be yeah. expecting you know what i mean the same vice but then, versa yeah also just like discrediting people off the off the jump do you know what i mean like if somebody something about somebody go onto their website see what they say what is it's not just life and art and our industry it's not yeah. just running on instagram it's not just running ask people have questions yeah. you know what i mean because at the end of the day that's what's going to differentiate you like you between somebody that's like really quite shit so you know there are reasons why back in the day years ago websites were formed or portals of you know it's life isn't just social media and what's posted on there this is where people's accreditations or yeah. knowledge or experience comes through so just do your research don't just buy in because somebody looks nice or is nice yeah, or, they, or you, think that you know what i mean nice like see what what do you want you're going there for something okay see if they can actually give it to you before you go and buy into it you know what i mean exactly. and also don't discredit or paint over like everybody's the same fucking cup of tea because they're yeah, not, sure. you know. Yeah, so preach, again, preach. know the levels, have high standards. Exactly. We'll chat to you next week. Uh, that was a good podcast. Anyway, yeah. speak to you Bye. later. Bye.